Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. We got another special one for you this week. Uh, last Saturday during the Orange uh, International Street Fair, we recorded another live show at the Wall Restaurant in the middle of the Orange Circle. Uh, it was a blast. It's always fun doing these live shows. We had a great time. Um, a big thank you to the, everyone at the Wall for for letting us do our thing and uh for giving me some really good interviews um on this episode we interview uh one of the reps from uh, carl strauss brewery mario barrios uh we interview the new gm of the wall brenda polito who was on last year's live show and also returning is uh, chef ryan rainstar always a pleasure to talk to him uh we had a great time doing this one so please um oh and with any live recording the audio is going to be a little different so just give me a heads up now it's not the usual uh clear audio we have from uh, from the studio or from this zoom that i'm using um so yeah just keep just want to give you a heads up uh, it's gonna be some background noise i did my best to like reduce that but uh, uh everything is still um uh, pretty audible so uh just giving you a heads up for that um but yeah so enjoy the show uh oh wait before we do that i gotta do plugs um first up uh big thank you to the network for providing a platform for us um you can find the network on all social media with the handle at Geek Say What, and you can find uh, Geek Offensive on all social media with the handle at Geek Offensive. And uh, oh, forgot to plug myself. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And uh, the network has a plethora of other shows available, uh, ready for download on all wherever you get your talking, basically. Uh, you know, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, all of that. It's on Apple, Google Podcasts. All our shows are available right now, ready for download. Uh, please subscribe and download. We really do appreciate it. Uh, first up on the network, we have uh, Ready Said Geek, your starting line to geek culture, hosted by Alex Catherine. Then we have our weekly trivia podcast, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. Then up next is our actual play RPG podcast, Nerds on a Roll, hosted by Rob Cigar, Lauren Peterson, and their whole crew. And then we have Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal, putting a lens on marginalized issues within the geek community. Uh, and on the horizon, coming out uh, as far as I know this month, unless JPG wants to throw another wrench into it, um, is... Pencil Neck Geeks, hosted by Berto Ponce and Elaine Dolales, tagging in your uh, inner wrestling geek. Uh, so look for that one on the horizon. It'll also, same thing, it'll be all available wherever all the other shows are available right now. Uh, next shout out goes to our associate producers, Wayland Productions, for normally providing uh, the space for us and the equipment. You can find them at wayland.ws and please uh, subscribe and follow all of their audio dramas. They're on Apple Podcasts, Alpha, all over the place. Look for We're Alive, uh, Frontier, Gold Rush, and I, I think they're going to have some new ones coming out soon. Final shout out goes to our apparel sponsor, jordandene.com. That's Jordan, D E N E.com. Uh, they are a geek apparel store out of Brooklyn, New York. They help you look nerdy and they're eco friendly. Uh, so please, uh, uh, oh, and if you shop with the promo code GeekSayWhat, uh, you get 20% off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. 
And I believe that's it, folks. Enjoy this live recording from the Wall Restaurant in Orange. Uh, Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Cue my music. Drink up. Everyone stop by the bar, have a listen. Hopefully we can make you laugh, too. Our first guest is from Carl Strauss Brewery. Mario Barros. Everyone give it up for Mario. Hello. Mario, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Dude, hey, thanks for doing this. Absolutely. Yeah. I know this is a... Is this your first live show? Uh, I mean, like, on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. First podcast, too? Yeah. I used to play music, so I did a few of them. Oh, okay. Like, I, I, I heart radio. So. Getting some flashbacks? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Are we doing uh, sound good? Do I okay. need to sit closer to it? Yeah. Um, but again, thank you for coming in. Um, uh, Brenda was kind enough to set up the interview. So I, I just wanted to talk about uh, what do you do for Carl Strauss? I, uh, I do our sales for Orange County, a uh, certain like territory. So we sell in the portfolio of beers uh, that we distribute different companies. And, uh-huh. uh, just uh, grow the business. Grow the, grow the business. No, totally. I spent some time in there for a bigger importer uh, before they laid me off, but that's another story. Oh. <laughs> no, but uh, so you work out here in the Orange uh, County business uh, area. Are you, uh, have, is this your first company that you've been with? Yeah, and in craft beer, yeah. Okay, so you're like new in the craft beer where you're always a beer drinker? Um, yeah, I always drank beer. I, d- I didn't know the extent of mm-hmm. how, um, like, how deep beer went. Uh-huh. And I, I sort of got the job, saw a bumper sticker on a car, and I, yeah. I applied. Yeah. And, uh, I got it out of college, and then uh, it was just been a world dive into the industry. Basically. I mean, it's a fun business to be in. Um, but you actually, we talked a little bit right before this recording. You said that uh, Carl Strauss has a, a bigger portfolio. Right. So we, for the past like year and a half, we've been building a distribution company. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um so we not only sell just Carl Strauss beers, we sell Black Plague, Nutopia, Asylum. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually distribute a cold brew. Burger. Oh, wow. Um, Duckfoot is a new brand we got on. Um, yeah, I feel like I don't have my portfolio. No, no worries. Blanking. No, man, it's like a full list. You have to like remember, like, wait, do oh, we have that brothers. one? Do we have that one? <laughs> yeah, we, we also sell Bitter Brothers. Uh, uh, do we, what's available here at the wall? Do you know off the top of your head? They have so many beers on, I okay. have no idea. Uh, so that means everyone should be drinking. Got it. <laughs> yeah, we, they, they rotate so much stuff through our portfolio that uh, I, I they used to have a few different doubles on and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, did, were you anything uh, in anything beer-related beforehand, or was this your first beer? job no I, I played music and i was in school oh okay yeah. oh so you're like brand new into it okay well, almost, almost brand three new. years three years three right. years but before that i uh yeah i just i played music had long hair and you had long know, hair oh yeah man it was down to here well can I, tell me about the band what kind of music was it uh i used to play in this band called avid dancer avid dancer um, okay and then just local stuff gantas different things around like the beach area in mm-hmm. Port Costa Mesa. oh okay 
Do we, is that any of that stuff available anywhere? Yeah, I mean, like you can check it out on like Spotify and yeah, wherever music is. <laughs> I feel like a commercial. Yeah, wherever music's. Oh is. hey, hey, you're in sales, so why not? <laughs> At the end of the day, I sell beer though, so you know, yeah, no quotas, but it's fun. That's uh, a good industry. So for so people who aren't used to working in the beer business. What would be, what, what's the most fun thing about it, would you say? Um, uh, meet, meeting with accounts, doing tastings, like, you know, bringing new beers in. Yeah. You know, like here you show up and, you know, to Brenda, I, I drop off like a couple beers from each company and be like, this one's super good and Chinese. Yeah. And, you know, you sit there and you just kind of, you don't drink a full beer, but, you know, you do tasting of beer and you just talk about beer. <laughs> yeah, you're making friends, basically. Ba long story short, yeah. <laughs> you're you're kind of drinking a little bit, you know, tasters, but. Yeah. Of, and it's like a fine balance of like, listen, I got to another stop after this. I can't drink too much. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we have a company Uber, though. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. Uh, okay. Uh, well, what do you think is the, the most challenging thing about what you do? Um, because everyone thinks like, hey, you work in beer. You get, right. it's, it's nothing but fun. You it's just really drink. It's a competitive yeah. market. Like, yeah. it, it is sales at the end of the day. So like, um, there, like I said, there's quotas. There's numbers to hit. Uh, we do a good job by doing that. Um, there is a lot of competition as well. There's uh -huh. a lot of great breweries out there, and there's a new brewery opening up every other time. Oh like, yeah, we have a pretty, we have a pretty, uh, we have like a good easy time just because <laughs> we have a really good portfolio. Right. Um, and just and you have the, the restaurant near Angel Stadium, right? Yeah, that's pretty easy. Like somebody's like, yeah. oh, they're like, oh yeah, Carl Strauss, Red Trolley. I'm like, yeah, across from Angel Stadium. So. Oh, so with some of your top accounts, you're like, hey, come on, let's let's get a lunch real quick. I mean, you know. That <laughs> Maybe, yeah, something we makes it a little easier. Well, we could, you know, do tastings and like mm -hmm. take like clientele over and do tastings there, like beers right off draft, and be like, hey, you know, like come, let us show you like our house, right? Um, and like we'll do the tasting. Sometimes the staff get to like be like, we like that beer, and we can push it a lot easier. So sometimes, you know, incentives and stuff like that. And uh, you also mentioned this to me before, uh, before the show. You, uh, Carl Strauss, I thought they were being distributed by one of the big houses here, but you guys just went independent, apparently. Right. So we have our off-premise distribution in Orange County. Right. And some different parts of, like, the IE, I think they can tell on-premise. So okay. this would be an example of an on-premise draft. Right. Off-premise is uh, okay. and stuff, grocery stores. So we sell our portfolio to... It, it's a little bit of a confusing web. So Carl Strauss specifically is distributed off-premise by that. Okay. But we do on-premise and our portfolio. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of... Right. So, yeah, there's a difference because you can drink at the on-premise and off-premise yeah. is just purely packaged. Bottles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess no. put it that way for sure. Yeah. We, we've definitely talked about that on the show before and uh, it, it's just interesting to know and actually kind of relieving to know that, like, your company is no longer under, like, a bigger umbrella that kind of gets may get lost right. in the shuffle. Yeah. So that means, like, when you're drinking Carl Strauss, it's truly independent. It's actually, it is like, its very, own yeah. thing. Yeah. We, we've been uh, independently owned since 89 yeah i remember continue to be yeah i remember my first days doing retail like that that red trolley 
I know that's still around, right? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, like, that probably. thing sold like hotcakes. It's insane. I, I mean, said like, hotcakes. That's a little old. Anyway. Anyway. The beer sold like hotcakes. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? I just showed how old I was. Anyway. That's okay. <laughs> Me too. I just shaved my face, so I look a lot younger. That's not the case. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that Red Charlie, and that's good to hear that. That's been like a staple for a long time. Yeah. What is... What's really like doing right well right now in especially in Orange County out of your portfolio? Uh, we finally have like a really good formidable like IPA Aurora. Okay. That kind of like ushered us into like the next stage of like craft beer. Yeah. You know, like not that the Tower Ten or IPA wasn't bomb or anything, but like Aurora crushes it, and then we have Bochu's Hazy. Mm-hmm. That's like insane. It's like a beer mosa. Right. Um, that's crushing it. It's doing really great, just like Aurora. So like Aurora Red Trolley and Bochus are kind of like spearheading Carl Strauss's. Yeah, that's really important just because, especially with all the craft heads around Orange County. Definitely. You have to have that strong IPA. You yeah. have to have that. Yeah, that's something the different. Hazy. Yeah, you can't have just another lager because everyone and their mom yeah. has one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which lagers are good. I like them, you know. Yeah. Uh, have you learned a lot about uh, beer itself since you started? Yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't know anything when I first started. And right. It was a massive uh, learning curve to actually experience all of it. You know, talking to brewers, small batch brewers and stuff at Carl Strauss, also like a nano brewery. Right. Super cool. They have tanks. That, uh, where the beer sits that they just brewed goes directly to one of the taps. So it's like fresh beer. Uh, just learning from them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a huge advantage, especially from the sales side, because from my experience, I was part of a, like a bigger house, and the brewery was nowhere nearby. So there was no really like hands-on learning yeah. about what your actual product. You guys can actually be like, not only can I learn about this, like, hey, if we want, our clients can learn about it, too. It's right. Right, tanks are right there. Yeah, beer education is, is like, a huge part of my job. Uh, there's nothing also that sells beer uh, uh-huh. than information. Um, okay. You know, like, if you, like, our wind and sea wheat is, like, a true Bavarian-style heft. Like, once you start talking about things like that, uh-huh. then, like, bartenders or, like, anybody serving the beer has something else to tell the person drinking it mm-hmm. which then you know just creates a better experience with the beverage right uh, I mean that's huge it sounds like your Carl Strauss is taking the right steps to you know build some relationships within the community are there are there any like key accounts we should help you and support while while you we got you up here other than the wall um, always come to the wall <laughs> I don't know uh, I don't know if that uh, sort of advertisement is ABC compliant <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean just just in general a lot of craft spots are really good uh-huh yeah um, and then uh, this is a really competitive market so you're going against like you said a lot of uh, pop-up breweries coming up uh, really quickly so wh- what do you I, 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 without giving away too many of your secrets, like what can you do to combat that? Well, <laughs> um, slash some tires, get it. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, I could uh, pop some lines off some other. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, just just kind of show up. Half the game is showing up. Uh, I don't, you know, um, just being there. We have a good yeah. portfolio, great beers. Um, 
you know that kind of that speaks for itself. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people. Yeah, I think a lot of people think like beer oh, just kind of sells itself, and I'm like, no, no, no it doesn't. <laughs> you think, think so? <laughs> no, people have to constantly be there and educating. Been, yeah. yeah, and uh, again, I'm guessing you've built a pretty good relationship with Brenda over here. To, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Brenda's great. Brenda's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And then how did uh, how long ago did you start coming to the to the wall? I was actually in here before they opened talking. I don't remember the guy a long time ago, but it's Mike. Before Mike, there was the chef for like I don't remember, but he was my first experience into like a craft beer, like uh, very experienced individual. Yeah, who knows everything? I forget his name, but um, I actually, you know. Would twist his arm a lot, like, can you teach me things? <laughs> and he's like, you're so helpless that I don't know how you're going to do this job. <laughs> uh, but he ended up being one of my first accounts, which was really cool. So, like, I've been, you know, kind of coming here since they, they opened oh. the doors. Great yeah. place. Great people. Yeah, it, it's it's tough to uh, break into when you're, well, three years ago for you, when you're, like, brand, brand new. Right. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, every account already, like, they see, I'm guessing you wear, like, a shirt or a hat or something. Uh, ah. This says Carl Strauss on yeah. it. So they're like, all right, what's this guy going to fucking talk to me about? Wait, we can swear here, right, Brenda? Brenda? Swearing okay? Were you? I forgot to ask. Swearing okay? Yes? Okay, yeah. all right. I'll, I'll be good. I'll, I'll limit it. Oh, swear. <laughs> uh, but they... Uh, no, no, but like every account like sees a sales rep and they're like, oh boy, what's he what's he pushing on me this time? Yeah, to be honest, um, I do dress a little more low key. I don't really like to wear like labeled stuff all that much. Always like a collared shirt, right? But like, um, or sometimes I won't wear a hat. I've also had relationships for like the past three years with a lot of places, but a new place. Sometimes I'll kind of go in there incognito and be like, oh, yeah, can I you yeah. know, talk to you about your bar? And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll be like, oh, <laughs> but, uh, by the way, uh, yeah. I, uh, I work for a distributor. And they're like, <laughs> they, you get them talking shit. and you're just like, oh, got them. <laughs> yeah, once they're talking, then they're talking to you like a friend. Right. And then you can go in with the sales after. Yeah. And uh, so it, you know, puts their guard down. Yeah, but I, but I feel like uh, I, that's one strategy. But I also feel like um, you're, you're kind of going the extra mile, and then on top of that, you you want the business to do well. Absolutely. You know, you're not going to sell them something that's like I'm not just trying to hit a number. Is what I'm getting at. Right. So but, yeah. my my manager, I mean, he's a beast, and he's like I would follow him into battle. Uh -huh. um, you know, like he's he's a really great manager, but he told me something when I first started. Those top handles are like tenants. Yeah. If they're not paying their rent, evict them. Yeah. So if like we put something on that doesn't move, right? Let's you know get through that cake, but not do that one again, and you know put something on there that's going to move because you know our whole job is to bring value in, in way of like the craft beer. Right. Because you're not just uh, you're not just there to like hey talk to someone and have a drink with them. You're you're, right. you're looking at like, hey, where can we go? Where are we gonna do some good business for you? Right beer, right account. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, you're not gonna put a stout at a, I don't know, like a, somewhere that it's it's not gonna do well. Yeah, you're not gonna put this, you know, double IPA at like a 
at like a friggin' TGI Fridays or something, like you know. Right, right. Yeah, they're, they're more there goes like my TGI Friday sponsorship. That's. <laughs> Sorry, is it sponsored by TGI? No. Oh. Hey man, what well, should be? That might change if they want to. Right. <laughs> Anybody in the crowd? That'd be a cool sponsorship. Okay. Uh, well, what's your what's your personal before we wrap up? Uh, what's your personal favorite with Carl Strauss? Out of, out of out of any of their beers, um, I mean it changes. I'm a big fan of our Bochu's Hazy, but Mosaic Session IPA was like my favorite beer for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I've been I've been drinking a lot of doubles lately. So yeah, bank the dank definitely more, more bang for your buck. Yeah, bank <laughs> the dank is right on point. Um, it's a big double, new new style kind of IPA. The hops in it are just perfect, and it dry finish so it doesn't really linger mm-hmm. and it doesn't come off super boozy so it's kind of dangerous you could drink a lot of them fantastic and not know that you're drunk yeah and brenda we have some carl strauss on tap right now no, he drank it all he drank it all no. <laughs> <laughs> i'd be impressed actually okay oh brenda did, we did have she, she should be ready for the show yeah. Well, Mario, thank you so much for sitting down and talking cool. with me. Uh, always fascinating to hear uh, more about the beer uh, business. And, uh, yeah, have, have a good street fair, man. Thank you very much. Mario Barros from Carl's House. Oh. All right, next up we have the woman herself, the general manager of the Royal, Brenda Polino. Give it up. Hi, everybody. See, they love you, Brenda. Why were you so nervous earlier? I'm always nervous. <laughs> this is your home turf. You're not even in our studio. And you did this last year. <laughs> I know. Trust me. I've been playing uh, like in bands for like 12 years, and I still get nervous every time I go on stage. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, a little bit of an update from the last time you were on, because now you're... You've moved up in the world here at the wall. You're you're the slightly. You're the head honcho. <laughs> uh, I, I'd like to say that Chef Rainstar and myself kind of tag team uh-huh. the general manager position, but I have such a solid team. It's almost like they're all like my little managers on the side. Mm-hmm. In particular, uh... you know, I I have you know three um, supervisors who all just do their best to help me out with whatever they can. You know, Devin, Timmy, and Yoshi all do really well with what they can. Uh, and then, yeah, the wall has always been a go-to for the Geek Say What Network. We love coming here. Um, so now that uh, right now it's Orange Street Fair, um, what do normally like every store does something a little special for the fair? What does the wall have to offer this year? Oh man, this year was definitely a banger for us because uh, you know Chef Rainstar and myself put together a lot of really solid ideas. Uh, we're doing a two dollar upcharge for any beer if you want to make it a michelada. Chef Rainstar came up with the best michelada mix, which is why I'm drinking a michelada now. <laughs> I mean, I, oh well, hey, cheers, <laughs> cheers. cheers. <laughs> <laughs> As a Mexican though, I don't drink micheladas. This is what I've been drinking though. So that's how you know it's good. Is it a secret recipe, or, or maybe we should let him? It's semi-secret. Semi-secret. Okay. But Rainstar doesn't tell me secrets anymore because he knows I have a big mouth. So how? How have things been since the since you kind of got the the move up here at the wall? It's definitely been a it's been a challenge for myself. Yeah. You know, I just kind of ended up stepping in 
randomly. I didn't, I did, it came naturally to me. I was already kind of the right hand man here, so right. to speak. So um, I just started doing whatever I could with the knowledge that I do have and just wanted to make this place as the best that I can. Yeah, and it's been doing great ever since it opened. Uh, I've, I've, been, I've personally been going here since it opened and it's been busier yeah. and busier every year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then what... Uh, what, where do you see? I'm sorry. Uh, what uh, What else have you been doing in your spare time? I know you had um, <laughs> stuff with bands in the past. I don't know if that's still something you're I, I you're working on. I still have three bands. I have still three, have three bands. Still have three bands. <laughs> I have two punk bands and a death metal band. Jesus. Wait, do you do the vocals for the death metal? I do bass in all of my bands because, like I said, oh, I'm very bass. shy, oh, okay. as you can tell. <laughs> no, she, Brenda, you're doing great. Give her a hand, everybody. Brenda! <laughs> That's right. Get that confidence while you can. <laughs> oh, I have confidence. I'm shy. <laughs> oh, but, uh, okay, so um, what are your bands? Uh, sorry, what are the names of the bands again? <laughs> So my punk bands, one is called Moral Disease, and it's based on the East Coast. Wait, um, it's based on the East yes, Coast? Yes, I play my I play those shows on the East Coast. When do you go to the East Coast? Uh, almost every month. Whoa, okay. <laughs> so if you're in the East Coast, go see Brenda. Yeah, my boyfriend is a guitarist uh -huh. and vocalist, so whenever we have shows, uh, he flies me out there and I okay. just play him. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have uh, my band that I started here in Orange County called Vile Decay. Mm -hmm. And then I have my death metal band, which is called Psychoto Mimetic. <laughs> Jesus. That's a mouthful, I know. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last two bands all play locally around here. The other two, yeah, they play oh, locally. Okay. And would LA. You, what would your next show? Do you have like dates coming up? Um, actually, I have a show next. The, this coming Friday, but I won't be here. I'll be on the East Coast playing a oh, show wow. with my other band. So they're playing a show without me because mm -hmm. uh, they have two guitarists. But then the week right after that, I have another one with the death metal band as well. Okay. <laughs> I'm noticing a trend with people who work around alcohol. There's like, yeah, people who also are very musically inclined. Is that <laughs> that's a thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go hand in hand. Is that how Mario opened it up with you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> He's like, give me that demo. No. <laughs> Are we gonna see like a, a Kraus Strauss wall, like not so, not just beer, but also like record collaboration? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> just yeah. call it Frank the Dink. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I'm just saying, you guys can have that idea. I'm like, that'd we be do, awesome. We do have that. Yeah. Though. That's both of our favorite beers. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how do you balance the time? Because from what I see here at the wall, you guys are always busy. Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, I'm very fortunate to have the staff that I do. They all are aware of how, like, what I try to do here and how much I have to do when I get out of here. Everyone's always super supportive. Um, this is actually the first job I ever had where everyone, I actually, I think everyone I worked with has gone to one of my shows before. Oh, so you got a good family here. Oh, yeah. I, I think that adds so much to the vibe of this place. Yeah. I've never felt unwelcome here. Everyone's always in a good mood. Yes, we, um, you know, our original general manager, who is now our beer buyer, uh, Mike Long, uh -huh. he definitely 
put things in place to make it that way. And right. I, I learned a lot from him. He's, uh, he's my mentor. He's the reason I try to keep this place as tight-knit as I can and make sure that everybody's happy and, you know, and then it works out. Works out. <laughs> it makes working here super fun. Mm -hmm. uh, was there anything special on the menu? Uh, uh, sorry, was there anything else special on the menu for Street Fair? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Actually, wait, we got Rainstar coming you up after this. So Are you sure you want me to reveal all his secrets? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> any, any crazy stories from the restaurant as your first year? <laughs> As as the new manager, as well, you can leave names out. It's okay. <laughs> I will one hundred percent leave names out. Uh, <laughs> um, so I've implemented a couple of new rules. One of them being, I do not want uh, us to have a public restroom or be known for having a public restroom. Fair enough. Which uh, is only because last year, I mean, the bathrooms were getting trashed. A lot of drunk people out there. Uh, I don't think it's fair to have my staff having to clean up after a bunch of drunk people. Yeah. If they're not even paying customers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that hasn't gone well. Oh uh, boy. I've had some people curse out my my employees, and I've had to kick them out. I've had some really pretty girls saying, you know, like you're really not gonna let me use the bathroom. I'm a woman, and like you know, pulling the gender card. I'm like, oh eh. my god. I'm like, I'm sorry, it's just policy. I'm not trying to be a jerk. <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of a woman too, but <laughs> you're like, hey, come on. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. If you want to buy a beer, awesome. If not, you know, there's porta potties all over the place. Yeah, and then uh, and then that, oh, that was during street fair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. god. This is all like as of yesterday. <laughs> oh whoa. Okay. Well, usually, I mean, I remember growing up here, and uh, yeah. you're, you're local as well, right? Uh, I'm, I'm not from Orange. I'm okay. actually from Santa Ana, but Santa I live Ana. in Anaheim okay. now. So. Okay. So uh, pretty close. Yeah. Santa <laughs> <laughs> <Anna> Prime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember. Uh, no, I just remember the street fair. Fun, but there's also a lot of beer flowing and a lot of fights happening. <laughs> oh yeah. Luckily, no fights have broken out yet. That's okay. not an invite, so don't do it. <laughs> yeah, you guys are like right. You guys are in like the right location to kind of avoid that. Uh, we're right in the corner. We're right in the middle of the orange circle for those of you listening. So come on out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. I'm have gonna this. plug this restaurant as much as I can. <laughs> Do it in this hour. <laughs> it doesn't help that we have a huge bus in front of us parked in front of the restaurant. Well, if you want to grab an IPA and then get some Botox, you're all set. <laughs> but luckily for us, the people in that uh, bus are super nice, and they've agreed to uh, hand out flyers for us, oh. letting people know that we're open and that we're awesome. We got them some food. We got so, them, their husbands some beer. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, that's that's uh, one aspect of the street fair I do like. All the business kind of come together exactly. as a community, and we, we all try to help each other out. And uh, I, I think that's like one thing, like, you know, when someone asks me, how do you explain the street fair? And then I was like, I can't just say everyone drinks beer in the middle of the street. I mean, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but what does the street fair mean to you and to your business? Well, I mean, street fair is the wall. We serve international street food. You know, we're all about that. We're all about having, you know, food from around the world. You know, having beer from all over the place, you know, local, you know, out of state, even we've we've carried some, you know, German beer, Japanese beer. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's 
It is the wall. I'll, I'll do my best to sample all of that. <laughs> that that's a that's an invite. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not gonna make it out of this podcast. Just <laughs> not alive, but you'll make it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's really the basis of the wall. Is this? I mean, the street fair is all about international stuff. We got it going on here, and you know everything's tight knit. Everyone's just doing their best to make you know make it and have a great street fair have fun and that's what we're doing in here too and we yeah. want everyone else to enjoy it yeah you guys always uh, kind of like do your part to make sure everything runs smoothly here in the orange circle yeah <laughs> uh, well brenda any uh before we wrap any uh recommendations for um people coming in as far as beer yes let's do beers if we're gonna do beer um right now we have this really great special we have the stone buena vesa mexican lager for five dollars and you can make that one into a michelada which is again what i've been drinking (laughs) and it's amazing so Uh micheladas outside are about nine dollars i think we're doing it for seven oh and it's a homemade recipe it's great um but if I wasn't going to drink a michelada, I'm actually kind of taming it down and drinking a cider. Uh, we have the berry rosé, and it's super good. I uh, just noticed you also have the popcorn machine, which you brought out last year. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, we what, have the popcorn master over there, Alec. Where did that come from? <laughs> I came from... Because uh, that's, not, that's not normally <laughs> part of the restaurant, We right? borrowed it from uh, one of our Redlands properties. They're not the wall, but they are Splash Kingdom, uh, the owners also have part in that so they let us borrow the popcorn machine because we get a lot of families in here we want the kids to have fun too (laughs) well okay so it is a family restaurant i've been good about the swearing today (laughs) all right (laughs) just trying to make sure i don't want to like push anybody out (laughs) family restaurant (laughs) yeah family walks in you just hear me saying the f-word that's not a beer Um, and then, uh, so, okay, so this is kind of your end of summer type of event. What's, uh, anything coming up for the holiday season as we go into fall and winter? Well, I mean, pumpkin season is coming up, baby. So ah, we're going to be getting right, a lot of right. takeovers with, hopefully, you know, we did Elysian before, which was great. Um, we had Shipyard, which was awesome. And, I mean, we're going to be getting a lot of really good, a really good, you know, limited edition beers. And you've been uh, keeping up relationships with all these breweries. In the area. I am trying. Unfortunately, yeah. there so, is only one of me. But like I said, I'm fortunate to have the staff that I do. So for the most part, everyone's just throwing in their two cents, keeping me on point. Whenever I forget something, they're like, hey, Mario does really good at that too because I have forgotten about him a couple times and he emails me like, hey, so about this beer, I'm like, yes, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, I swear I didn't forget. It's like, <laughs> hey, save this keg for me, all right? <laughs> Crossdress has got a fall brew coming up, right? Crossdress, they have a fall brew, a small seasonal, Oktoberfest, keep an eye yeah. out for that. Oh, that... Yeah, folks, for my personal experience, yeah, that is a really good time to come to this restaurant. That's uh, one of my favorite seasons for beer. Yes, yeah. me too. Yeah. <laughs> and I throw my Halloween party every year, so, I mean, it's not going to be here. Uh, <laughs> you playing a show on Halloween? I'm, I might, but, you, you might? know, I am going to be coming in dressed up like I always do. I don't know what I'm going to do this year yet. I'm usually what, way more prepared. What did you dress up as last year? Uh the last two years, because I've been really lazy, has been my Chun Li <laughs> costume, which I think I'm not sure if you saw it. Uh, I can't remember. 
I know some of y'all saw it. <laughs> like, I came in as Chun Li. At least one of them Island. saw it over here. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> so I'm also a nerd. So you know, I love video games, and Chun Li happens to be my favorite Street Fighter character. So mm-hmm. I dressed up as Chun Li. Oh, <laughs> go Chun Li! Give it up for Chun Li. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest <laughs> temporal applause I've ever done. <laughs> I guess Chun Li's not that popular. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you go. Maybe you keep it within Street Fighter. Uh, I Anyone you would want to dress up as? Uh, I was trying to do Morgan from uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, deep. Pro- you're you're for cool. real nerd. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, try to, I try to keep it nerdy, you know? You got that, you got that nerd cred. <laughs> we'll see, though. I haven't, I, I've had, I've been a little busier than I'm used to, so. Does the, the staff dress up, too? Are they allowed to? I would like for the staff to dress up for Halloween this year, if they're listening. Yeah, staff, <laughs> dress up. <laughs> they're busy. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, I definitely am 100% all for everybody dressing up for mm-hmm. Halloween. I'm a kid at heart. Yeah. <laughs> Likes uh, the drink. Yeah. And then uh, any, any, any last plugs before we, we wrap this up? Anything for your show, Instagram, anything like that? I forgot to ask. Oh, no, please just follow, you know, the Geek Offensive Thank podcast you. Hey. on Instagram, you know. Also, you know, you can follow the wall. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brenda. This was fantastic. So much fun. Brenda, put it over. Give it up. <laughs> I, I knew uh, that was close. <laughs> Give it up for the man eating the food, uh, cooking the food in front of you, Chef Ryan Rainstar. He's eating it too. <laughs> of course, I gotta make sure it tastes good. For yes, everybody. I. Thanks to you, I've gained so much weight here now. <laughs> hey man, you gotta take personal responsibility. I know. <laughs> it's like I don't have to eat it, but if you make it hard to resist, you're. Uh, it, it's honestly uh, uh, the big draw. Of the wall is the food here. It's uh, constantly changing menu. Um, it's always good quality, and I really have to commend you for that for doing something like that in the Orange Circle and like really carving out a space for yourself. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. It it is a team effort, as I had mentioned on uh, the previous podcast where you were here last year. Uh Uh, I definitely can't do it without my team. But um, I've really tried as much as possible to help build this brand Mm -hmm. and uh, really make it a welcoming spot for all craft beer lovers and foodies alike. Yeah, and it's uh, it, it fits right in along with the the newer crowds coming in, and uh, uh, what's what are some big changes for you that happened the last time we did this show? So you've had about a year to experiment between the festivals here. Yeah, you know, a lot a lot of stuff has happened. I've I've really started trying to utilize the kitchen to its utmost capacity, really tried to bring along uh, a lot of fresher ingredients, mm-hmm. um, just in general, uh, try to have healthier options on the menu. Uh, I know a lot of people are craving these days healthier things, fresher things, and I'm, I'm trying to keep that in, in balance with kind of our street food uh, base and persona. Right. It, you know, obviously and everything still has to taste good. What's an example of like a, a healthier choice that you put on the menu? So one of our healthier options that we introduced is a quinoa bowl. And it's heavily influenced by a lot of flavors that you'd find in Peru. Uh, oh, wow. So, of course, you know, Peru... Uh, 
in that general region of, of the Americas is where quinoa comes from. And it's a very common grain that's eaten among many of the commoners there. Um, and it wasn't until we had a boom making it popular in Western culture that it's really become a big thing here. Uh, unfortunately now because of the popularity of it, people in places like Peru could barely even afford that grain. Oh, wow. Um, well, how much, I mean, you're, you're obviously making some changes here, that's a big one. How much freedom do you have to explore something new and to put it on the menu? Uh, I have complete freedom, but what oh, I wow. enjoy most is I I enjoy watching my cooks come up with things and collaborating yeah. with them. That I think, to me, that's probably one of the better parts of the job. Because, let's face it, I, I get torn from place to place. I Our company has a property in Redlands. We have a property out in Vegas. I'm not always around to, to focus and dial in exactly what I want to. So they send you to the other locations. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I, wow. I haven't been gone lately as frequently as, as I used to be, which has been nice. I've been able to really sit around and focus in on Orange a little bit more. But when I'm not here, I really rely on my cooks to toe the line for me, and they do a phenomenal job. And I really enjoy the collaborative effort with them to come up with new dishes. So when there is a new dish on the wall, it's not just me. I can't take all the credit for it. I'm not going to be one of the celebrity chefs coming at you with the ego saying, oh, <laughs> this thing that I made is so great because it's not all me. Sometimes yeah. there's input from, from my cooks. Sometimes it might be their dish entirely. And maybe I've suggested a couple of small tweaks to get it to where I, I think it would fit our brand. I'm not going to lie. Oh, a reality show based on the wall would be kind of hilarious. Um, but <laughs> oh, we would turn it on. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But I, I want you to go back to you're saying your your cooks help you come up with stuff too, and I I think that's something that gets overlooked when people think of kitchens is that you have to build like a positive culture and community within that kitchen. I I think the the culture and the personas that have become popularized in in kitchens and, and with celebrity chefs has been very highly toxic for the public image. Uh huh. And I do believe that things are changing in the culinary industry and things are becoming more collaborative. Um, we are certainly becoming more understanding of, of mental health issues right. um, that are being suffered by people that work in the service industry. Um, you know, just alone with um, the unfortunate death of Anthony Bourdain, uh, you know, a, a lot of things have come to light. People aren't simply brushing it aside as much as they used to. Uh, depression, alcohol, Alcohol abuse and drug use runs prevalent in the service industry and is definitely something that should be looked at. Yeah, and uh, I'm happy to hear, and it, uh, this may sound weird, but it, it shows in the food that you serve here that like there is something good happening in that kitchen. There's a lot of positivity back there, a lot of creativity happening. Um, is there a particular dish that the walls put out that you're like the most proud of? 
Oh, I'm, I'm proud of a lot of dishes. I, <laughs> honestly, I'm I'm proud of each burger of the month we do because I love that. By the way, if you folks don't know, there's a monthly burger special every month. So monthly so every that, month. That anyway. really yeah. <laughs> that really highlights the collaborative process that we do. And I think there's nothing cooler than having a cook come in and seeing uh, their burger drawn up on the chalkboard on our wall. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is um, awesome. I, I'm also I'm also very proud of uh, our breakfast burrito. I think it's one of the finest breakfast burritos. I've had that many times here. <laughs> it, is, it is so delicious. Uh, one of the things that that I that I am very very particular about is how the my cooks do their eggs. So if personally, if I have a breakfast burrito and the egg is not light and fluffy in there, yep. I'm throwing that bastard away. Yeah, if they're like rubbery and like chewy, you're like, yeah, uh, yeah, no. that's just disgusting. Yeah. Nobody wants that. That <laughs> egg's got to be cooked perfectly, be nice and fluffy. Uh, you know, some people like a little brown on their egg. That's not my thing, but uh, <laughs> you know, some people like that, but what, what I really try to focus on is, is just having a really good egg. I feel that's what makes a breakfast burrito. Of course, we do have our carnitas, which is braised in beer, so that has an awesome flavor to it. Some crispy fries in there, um, some salsa, a little bit of cilantro crema, some cheddar cheese. That's, that's pretty amazing. Uh, what have you got? Uh, I mean, it's the like I would say with Brenda, it's the street fair right now. What what do we have special going on for that? Oh man, we got we got some good stuff. One of one of the more gimmicky things that we have this year that I, I particularly enjoy is the fried spam on a stick. I'm going to eat six of those after this show's over. All right, that, that is a good choice. That will not steer you wrong at all. But uh, that tempura fried spam on a stick, uh, it was definitely a gimmick that, that we had decided to do, but uh, uh, I don't think there's any one of us that don't enjoy it. And unless, you, unless you just don't like spam, which... In that case, your opinion is irrelevant anyway. Exactly. Why do I even listen to you if you don't like spam? What's really Yeah, just stop. <laughs> uh, spam haters not allowed. <laughs> oh, but, uh, um, and then uh, Brenda also mentioned the, the michelada. Um, and I know she said it's kind of a secret recipe. I don't know if that's... Yeah, you know, it's it's not a secret recipe in as much that it's as much a michelada mix as anybody else can make. It's okay. basically uh, tomato juice. I don't use Kalamata, which is where I kind yeah. of break from tradition. Yeah, yeah. But what I do is, in lieu of having clam juice in there, I use dashi, which is a Japanese oh. bonito-based stock. Whoa. And so it gives it just a little bit of smokiness and umami. Uh, so it is tomato juice, use a little bit of the dashi, and then we use our house-made hot sauce, uh, some Worcestershire, fresh lime juice. And, Good Lord. And, and that's about it. That's all she wrote for that. I, I guess I'm going to have six of those, too, after this show. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even a Michelada person. Yeah. And I had multiple employees try them out to kind of guide me, and every single one of them was like, you killed it, dude. Yeah, but, I mean, you that kind of care you don't normally associate with a michelada because everyone again everyone's so conditioned to clamato juice like you know just a ready-made mix poured in there throw some i don't know everything's out of a bottle or a box or something uh but that, that's huge and that's a big draw of the wall and that's why i love coming here um is there anything more collaborative you do with the the beer menu anything that you try with that 
Um, as, as far as the beer menu goes, I, I always have to defer to Brenda on. Okay. Um, I, I do see all the beers coming and going, and you know this beer that I'm drinking here. I don't know what it's called, but I know that I like. <laughs> That's right, folks. You put something in front of him, he will drink it. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. In fact, uh, yeah, I could probably do about three more of these. After. <laughs> Are you going to fit right in at the street fair? <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I mean, that's kind of my plan is to, you know, once this is over, to kind of amble out and blend among the masses like <laughs> Assassin's Creed, you know. They'll never find me. <laughs> um, I got to talk to Brenda a little bit about, uh, like, this is kind of the end of summer festival here. What, uh, any plans on the horizon as far as the Walls menu? Pumpkin spice everything. <laughs> Pumpkin I, I, spice spam on a stick. <laughs> yeah, well, you know they, they 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 did release that pumpkin spice spam, and what? I'm, I'm currently in the process of hunting it down. Well, uh, not for restaurant, for my own. Right, uses. but they did. Yes, yes, that's the thing. Oh man, that's that that's something like I'd have to try it once. I just have to. <laughs> you know, in my opinion, on the whole, it, it can't be too bad because people have been cooking ham with cinnamons and cloves for eons, and that is delicious. See, that's the only insight, like, that's the kind of insight only a chef could have, really. Because to rationalize it, that actually makes a ton of sense. <laughs> um, what's the most adventurous thing you've eaten? I make a habit of eating adventurous things, and it's hard to narrow it down. Right. I've had a lot of the sort of fare that you would see somebody eat on a travel channel, and you'd okay. say, not in a million years, I'd eat that. <laughs> I've, I've been in many places in the South Pacific. I've eaten coconut grubs, fried bats. I've eaten parts fried of animals that, that people don't normally eat. Um, I've, I've really eaten a lot of quite adventurous things. What did what did the bat taste like? Uh, fried bat. You know, it's it's interesting because it was cooked in a in a very spicy chili oil. Okay. So you really taste mo more of the chilies and the garlic. It was ah, kind of cooked okay. in. And like as far as the meat itself goes, it it didn't have a lot of meat. It was a lot of crunching, a little bit. Yeah, tiny. Yeah. It's it's like the size of a mouse. So, basically. So it's, yeah. it's hard to say what the bat itself actually tastes like if I were to close my eyes and just put something in my mouth I, I honestly wouldn't have been able to tell if it was <laughs> pork or chicken or or what have you it was meat. <laughs> it certainly was meaty it was a little gamey okay um, but it was mostly very spicy and very garlicky ah any chance of something like that showing up on the wall's menu? You know what? I'll always see what I can source. Uh, whatever I can source to bring uh, to the fine folks at a reasonable price, I most certainly will. Because <laughs> I would love to see that at some point. Just because you guys are, uh, again, your menu is very creative. It, it's like elevated street food. And to see something like that, because I bet that is street food in some corner of the world. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if we could see something like that here, maybe. And again, this is another reason why I love the menu here. It, it kind of opens doors for people. And you, you do that with food. It's very uh, commendable on your part. Well, East 
stay tuned because when we start doing some of our more experimental things, as like on Taco Tuesdays, uh-huh. we are we are currently doing Taco Tuesdays at the wall, and each week is a different taco, and we're always doing something different with the tacos, and sometimes we we do some crazy protein. So who knows? Maybe we'll we'll do some cricket tacos or something soon. Cricket tacos. I never, mean, you never know. Out of respect, I would try it because I know you're a very competent cook, so I'd have to try that. That's Bugs has been one of those big hurdles for me. It's been hard to. I know they have a lot of protein. It's just looking at it is the and knowing what it is is the tough part. It's it's a big hurdle for a lot of people. But you look at the the planet that we're on right now. A lot of uh, people. I mean, we're 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 not decreasing the population at all. It's growing more every year. Right. And sources of protein are going to start to become more and more scarce. And there's plenty of insects out there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> How would you how would you prepare these crickets for a taco? Well, there there's there's dishes done in Mexico. They do cricket tacos in parts of Mexico where they fry them and then they coat them with chili powder. Okay. And then okay. they're served in a fresh made tortilla with you know salsas or fresh vegetables. I've 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 seen the dishes. I haven't partaken of them myself. I've had friends that have eaten those those tacos. I've had friends that have made those tacos. Mm-hmm. But I haven't done it myself. I'm, I'd be very excited to do something like that. Ah. I, I think you could. Uh, that sounds kind of like a Halloween special. I feel like that something you could pull off that week. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, for Halloween, we'll definitely do something fun. Yeah. Uh, are we? Uh, is, there, is there a particular season you look forward to when it comes to food? Um, I mean, generally, I like all, all food. It just depends on what strikes my fancy. Generally, I get obsessed over one particular thing. So, okay. um, for instance, at, at home, when I'm not at work, I usually have one project a week. And late, lately, it's been layered cakes. I've been obsessed yeah. with, with making layered cakes. Recently. Oh, okay. So that, that's what I've been going to town on recently. Um, but, you know, as far as, like, seasoning seasons, it, it, it's just... Whatever sounds interesting at the time, right? And the, those side projects you have at home—is uh, that what you do to kind of like stay interested with cooking? Because I know doing the job day in and day out may like wear on you. Yeah, doing the the day to day stuff, having our consistent menu, it, it does wear on on you a little bit. We do have a creative outlet through our tacos. Like I said, our our tacos every week are constantly changing, so we do have creative outlet there. We will occasionally run specials. We're doing different things for the street fair. So we do have creative outlets here. But when I'm at home, I, I really have no restrictions. Mm-hmm. And but besides what my five-year-old daughter finds yucky, but <laughs> you know what? I, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter what I do in that case. I can make the finest meal. I can I can make a lobster bisque. I can do a seared pork belly with a citrus gastric, and she'll call it yucky and turn her nose up at it. And <laughs> you know it is what it is. I mean, everyone's a critic. It's it's, it's great makings for a fantastic YouTube show. I'm sure. <laughs> hey, I'm. I'm subscribed. Um, now, before we wrap up, are there any personal recommendations or even any food pairings with the beer that you can think of? 
yeah, personal recommendations. I would I would plug us, The Wall. Come on down <laughs> to The Wall. Um, we're a phenomenal place to get a great beer, no matter what your style is. Uh, oh, yeah. We have, we have great, great beer and some would argue even better food. <laughs> oh, Brenda didn't hear that. Okay. <laughs> we, we also have a location in Redlands. If any of your listeners are out in the Inland Empire, uh, we are operating Splash Kingdom, so check us out there on the weekends. Uh, we also have a location in Las Vegas that is an esports lounge. So if you're in Vegas and you oh, I didn't realize the Las Vegas location was open already. Oh, oh. absolutely, yeah. Geek, say what's going to Vegas? From? Yeah, if you're in Vegas and you want to game it up, stop on by the Wall, oh. located in the Rio. In the Rio, fantastic. Uh, anything else to plug? Social media, anything like that before we go? No, I I, I think that's all that's the plugs that I got for you. I'm, not a not a particularly fancy man. You could follow me at One Celery and Justice for All on Instagram and uh, OG Rainstar on Twitter, and that's about it. Fantastic, Chef Rainstar. Thank you so much for doing this again. Yeah, everyone, yeah. Chef Rainstar, give it up. And I believe that's it, folks. Uh, I, my name is Justin Malari. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the staff. Give it up for the staff here on the wall. You can download this recording next Tuesday on Apple and Google Podcasts. Thank you, everyone. Good night.